Hi everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the Creative Devotion Podcast. Hello, it's Sunday. I'm not usually working on Sundays, but it just felt good today to invite you into my Sunday vibes and send an episode your way. I'm sitting on the sofa under an electric blanket and the dogs are on either of my side. We've been to the beach this morning, so the sofa is also full of sand, which is delightful in that it reminds me that I live by the sea which I love and the clocks went back this morning so everything's just kind of a bit more spacious and a bit more soft. I'm also surprised by the fact that it's kind of almost November which is really wild but here we are. I recorded this episode that I'm about to share with you in spring this year and I'm really sorry that this year and last year I think there's been this pretty long gap between the recording and the actual publishing and I'm yeah I wish that was different and I think in the winter I will go back to um, focusing more on solo episodes and recording a little bit less so that I'm kind of working back on my backlog that I currently still have. And also I just um, invited feedback and I have a lot of sweet questions for the podcast that I'm going to answer in solo episodes. But but anyway, I also find that when I listen back and I edit and then upload an interview, it just always seems to kind of weave back into something that is actually really on my mind at the moment. And that's not different with this episode. I spoke to the wonderful, wonderful Carolyn Scruggs, who is such an artist in every meaning of the word she's really inspiring and uplifting and so just really joyful to be around I loved hearing about her practice and how she's kind of moving through the world and finding sustainable ways of making really good stuff happen so yeah we talked about that kind of practice piece turning into the landscape in the season the joy of doing things slowly and really valuing the process rather than just the product and we also talked about creative confidence and self-trust. So I hope you'll love it. <laughs> I would love to hear what you think. Um, a few more updates from me. I, As you will have noticed, I have changed the name of the podcast again, which at this point is a bit embarrassing. But I think it was time for a change and sitting with it a little bit more. I feel that creative devotion just kind of captures better what um, I have already explained. I think three episodes back. I was talking about um, where I'm at with the podcast and the direction and yeah, so nothing has changed direction wise or content wise, but I think this name is just a little bit better. So uh, thank you for your patience and coming along on this naming journey. Another update is that I'm offering a winter retreat this year. Um, so if you've been listening for a while, you know that I really don't like New Year's Eve. I had a big accident almost two years back. I don't remember having, ever having a New Year's Eve party that I really enjoyed. And so this year, I just really wanted to own it. And was like, you know what? I just want to be really intentional, super slow, very creative. And I also recognize that there are many New Year's in different traditions. And in my own rhythm of the year, I also don't feel that the 1st of January is this big portal that it's made out to be. So for me, it's actually the depth of winter. Um, it is a new chapter in a way. I mean, I can't deny that I'm swimming in a culture that thinks that this is how the year is, basically. But I think I just love staying home also because I have dogs and they 
obviously gets booked up by the fireworks and at home is just so beautiful so I want to invite people into my home basically and I'm offering this five-day online retreat and you can think of it as like an artist journey in your pajamas basically um, we will meet every day for five days from the 29th of December to the 2nd of January so really kind of crossing over into the new year together and each day we'll begin with a 45 minute workshop on creativity where I will introduce some ideas, concepts, some journaling prompts, some meditation, um, some sweetness basically, something to think about and then we'll have a little break and then after that we have two hours of quiet co-working time and I've been offering this quiet co-working time for over two years now, I really love it and it might not be for everyone and maybe it seems strange to just hang out you know and be quiet with other people on zoom but let me tell you there's real magic in that and a lot of freedom as well because each person works on their own project sometimes people knit or paint or draw or write whatever or dance it's really totally up to you sometimes people also just rest with that which I really love and it still feels like they're being held in this creative container and they're just showing up to what feels right to them at the time and that in itself is so valuable so I will be offering this through the making app it's $90 for the whole five days I link to it in the show notes you have to have a free account on the making app to sign up but it really just takes a minute and they will you know sign you up take your payment and then you'll get all the information um, and I can't wait to see you there it would be really beautiful to have you um also just to say this is different from the business retreat I'm offering later in January in case you're confused um I will link to that business retreat as well that one is free it's a weekend it's workshop based not so much about creativity but also really exciting hopefully um all right so I'm gonna let you enjoy today's episode now and I'm sending so much love to you hello everyone as you know, creativity and expressing ourselves has been on my mind lately. I just said to my beautiful guest that I think our conversation is so timely because many of us through the pandemic have had the chance to think about things differently. There's been a lot of priorities shifting and new ideas forming, um, even in hard times or maybe especially in hard times. And for me, this spring and summer is a time of really thinking about what I want to express, what is just for myself, and naturally in expression, there can be stuff coming up, right? Anyway, I don't want to waffle too much about how much I love my guests and how excited I am to talk to her. I actually want to just introduce you. Um, but I'm speaking to Caroline Scruggs, who is so many things, a creative coach, an amazing singer, a songwriter, and just all around such a creative being. We met in a mastermind last year and I got to kind of experience her exploration of what her next steps are, what's important to her. And along the way, we talked about, you know, how we work these things out. So I invited her and I'm so excited to talk. Caroline, thank you so much for making time. This is so great. Oh my gosh. Oh, thank you so much for having me on here. I'm, I'm, so beyond thrilled to, to be here connecting with you today. Yay. All right, let's start by um, checking in where you are in the world, what nature is like around you, just so that we yeah. 
I, I love, I loved uh, that this was your first question <laughs> that you asked. Um, so I am in Virginia in the United States. So it's on the East Coast, basically right in the middle of the East Coast. And I am on the coast in a, an area called Hampton Roads. So very near the ocean, very near rivers, which is lovely. So we have different bodies of water. And then if you go up a couple hours west is the Appalachian Mountains, which is the oldest mountain range in the world. And so it's, I, I love Virginia. I love our state. There's so much nature everywhere. And as a matter of fact, I've gotten so much closer to nature um, in the last even year, like really through the pandemic, you know, just being outside more by myself, but in the past year, and I love that you were saying that um, the spring and summertime is kind of when you feel this calling to express yourself and look at how you are finding your self-expression and acting on that because I have been feeling the same thing. Like I've been feeling so intensely lately that my seasons are mirroring the, the seasons of nature, you know, and this is such an amazing, like quivering time, the springtime, at least right here, right now it's spring and, and everything is just like quaking and quivering and buzzing and coming to life. And it's so full of energy and creativity, like in the most literal way. And so I'm just finding so much inspiration from that right now, just by being outside here. Yeah, me too. And I want to mention like, yeah, I really hear that. And also two days ago, the black magnolia tree opened its bloom for the first time. Oh, it was yes. so mesmerizing and beautiful. Mm. And I was like, wow, like what a blessing that I get to witness this. And mm. how amazing that these things really do happen even after the time we've had. And there's mm. a little sense of hope in that. So yeah. Yes, mm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So my next question, you can really take in any direction you like. I would love to hear a little bit more about what your creative practice is like at the moment, either day to day or what you're aspiring to or, you know, yeah. what it feels like or what it looks like. <laughs> Tell us. Sure, <laughs> sure. I love it. So, well, going back to nature, it's very, very tied to nature right now, I would say, um, more than ever before in my entire life, um, I'm just discovering how at home I feel and how aligned I feel when I'm outside just laying on a blanket you know in the trees watching the clouds go by <laughs> is when I feel at my most creative and natural organic um, I don't know way and so I have been really I mean that is like a must for me now more than it ever has been to spend so much time by myself specifically outside doing nothing but observing and being. Um, and so that has made a huge impact. And one of the things that I'm, one of the, the projects that I'm currently working on um, that I'm putting a lot of my, my creating time into is I just have a, a simple art journal, just like a unlined kind of multimedia journal that I got from the craft store. And I told myself this year, you know, I. I usually like go in and out of journaling, like daily journaling and in just a regular lined journal. But I decided this year, I really wanted to go more for um, a mixed media kind of journaling. So being able to 
draw what happens in my days or paint or um, collect things that I find during the day and then write around all of these all of these images and I find that it just oh my gosh it enhances my creativity so much and it's so much more exciting to me it really feels like I'm accessing my inner child when I'm journaling these days and so I've I've actually been so it started out really as like drawings of my dogs over and over and over again just sleeping but now it's progressed I'm looking at it right now it's progressed into I've been collecting flowers that I find in nature and pressing them in books and then I'll include them um, into my illustrations and my journaling in this one book and it's so satisfying, like the the whole process of being out in the wilderness, you know, collecting a couple of things here and there that are really beautiful, just like little tiny blossoms here and there, coming back, pressing them, and then once they're dry, you know, coming back and mod podging them and putting them into being like, how am I going to fit this into all of my thoughts? And and it's just such an amazing process to me that I've never thought to do before and that I've never taken the time to do before but it really it's just for me and it really slows slows down the process of creating for me which is so important I think nowadays when we're so pressured as you know whether you count yourself as an artist quote unquote or not there's so much pressure around production and and fast pace, like how much can you, how much can you put out there? How much can you produce in a small amount of time where this is number one, it's just for me, like it's not for anyone else to share. And number two, it really allows me to, to have this like no rush mentality about it. It really draws it out. So I would say that's, that's the first um, creative practice that I have right now or like the first really important thing about the creative practice that I have right now and then the other thing I would say is that I have always identified um, as a musician kind of first and foremost like a musician performer and although I do all kinds of mediums of art um, like you name it I've probably done it I dance I do visual art I um, have podcasted you know uh, I do a lot of different things, but I've professionally been a musician. And so I have found, you know, through years of like, I went to school for it, I studied it, I and then I went and I was a professional. And so there has been so much pressure around music for me throughout my entire life. Um, and unfortunately, that that pressure has led to, I would say a lot of like, hmm, I'm gonna go ahead and say like negative consequences because I don't regret anything or how it happened. But I think that when you have this sense of like great pressure weighing on you and your creativity, even in one facet of it, um, it can really affect how much you create what you create and maybe most importantly it kind of suppresses your authentic creativity and imagination and what you really yearn to and are called to create if that makes sense so i'm really working on at this point in my life you know not taking things 
too seriously and not forcing myself to do music all the time, even though <laughs> I count myself very much as a musician. I really try to wake up these days and say, okay, what am I super jazzed about creating? Is it working on my my art journal? Is it maybe writing a song? Is it playing my theremin? Is it um, something else completely entirely? Like maybe I wanna make something out of clay, like something completely random. Um, but to be able to feed my soul in that way, because for the last, you know, 20 something years, I have kind of been forcing my soul into, into boxes. Um, and I'm now my MO is to completely free it and let it out to play every single day. <laughs> so I would say that's, that's a good summary of my creative practice at this moment. That makes so much sense. I, I really love that. I was nodding along as you were speaking and I really relate to the, the desire to reclaim slowness and yeah, like questioning productivity and all the small and big ways. And I feel like in this part of me, sometimes it's like, oh, we talked about this for years, you know? And yet mm -hmm. at the same time, almost every week or every month at least, I'm finding this new layer of of understanding what it really means to give myself permission and to and to trust that I'm making valuable contributions to my own development, but also to us collectively, even if I do it quite slowly. Um, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, it's <laughs> um, it's very counterintuitive so socially, I guess. So yes, I really right. Um, I'm so I'm hand sewing a top for example at the moment with French seams which is such a joy like I can't tell you it's a really simple linen top I made it before um on a machine and I was like actually I don't want to get my machine out right now it's quite loud sometimes it does weird things I don't really understand you know why, <laughs> why don't I sit down and like hand sew it and at first when I told friends it seemed really outrageous to people but the funny thing is that we we think that knitting, for example, a jumper is totally normal and that takes ages. So mm, you know, yeah, right? Like why why not spend seven or eight hours sewing a top if it's well made and you're gonna wear it for 10, 20 years? Like that's totally proportional yeah. and beautiful and it can be such a fun thing to do. And anyway, I'm so in love with like how the the thread goes through the linen and how the French seams come together and it really is super eye-opening as mm. to how much unpacking and unlearning I still have to do if I'm really honest with myself so mm. yeah. I love that so much I, I I'm so glad that you're doing that and it sounds you know to me like when we make those decisions even though yeah like <laughs> society would say well that's preposterous like why wouldn't you just save the time because that's such a, a thing in in today's society of like we want to save time we want to to shortcut because we value the the product over the process generally um in in our society these days and that's like what I, I'm just I feel like I'm on the same boat as you where it is so deeply ingrained in us like this no 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 you just want to get to the end so that you can have the product and yet I feel like there are people waking up all over the place that are saying their soul is kind of saying like wait a minute wait but but didn't we used to like wasn't it used to be about the the process of it like the very 
the very joy that you get from putting the needle very slowly through the fabric and pulling it shut and seeing how it seeing how it closes and it's very like meditative isn't it like to bring you into that present moment when you are when you're doing it yourself and you slow down enough to be enjoying that very moment um i can't think of anything more more beautiful and more peaceful really when you get to that point where you're okay with that and not only okay with it but that that becomes a a, a big value for you in your life to be like no i'm going to enjoy the process of this thing that isn't for money it isn't for anyone else it's just for me because i want to and because it brings me joy you know it's so radical these days it's such a revolutionary concept i feel yeah yeah it really is um so weird how have we gotten here <laughs> right yeah <laughs> right oh, anyway um yeah i mean yeah so much that um I also wanted to ask, it sounds to me like, you know, I met you about a year ago and mm -hmm. I've seen a little bit of your journey. I've seen these beautiful things that you've come forward with. And I know a lot has been changing for you as well in the past two years. And just so that people know, because I think of a podcast kind of as like a living archive. And I want mm -hmm. people to know that we're recording in April 2022 for future context, basically. Mm -hmm. But um, I wonder, like, how has the pandemic changed your creativity? What that has, what has that been like for you? Yeah. So it it has really, honestly, transformed. I I feel like I have transformed um, as a person, truly, for the better, and I'm so grateful for it. Um, for kind of the the silver lining of the intense. Um, phase that our world has been going through. Um, so I'm really grateful for that. I just want to say, and so I, like I said, I, I've been a professional musician uh, for about the last 10 years of my life. Um, I'm a singer in a couple of jazz bands and that's, that was the main source of my income. And of course, uh, as for so many musicians, you know, in the span of three days, two years ago, we just saw all of our gigs vanish off of the calendar. And so I had a year's worth of gigs booked and they were just gone um, in a matter of days. And so I, I had to sit back and all of a sudden I had time <laughs> to sit back and say, okay, well, what am I, what am I gonna do now with my time? Um, and I, what happened was I began working on my own music more. Um, because I had that time. And I also began teaching more and coaching more. And I actually came up with, with programs, virtual programs, because I saw such a need for people, most of all for connection, like for people to be able to con still connect with others in an authentic way and how to make that happen um, virtually, you know, where people couldn't see each other and everyone was so isolated and so in shock and, and suffering. And um, I believe that humans very much need, you know, community and self-expression. These are two things that are vital to our sanity and our health. And um, so I created these programs and I'm super excited actually to, to talk to you about, I have I'm actually about to put on Uke Camp again, which I'll bring up in, in a little while. But um, before I talk about those programs, I guess bringing it back to, to me um, and how has it changed 
my creativity. It's really, I, I've been, I've been reflecting on this a lot lately, actually, because I have a lot of people um, say this to me. They say, you know, when we're talking about their struggles with create creative block and um, and fears surrounding their own creativity, because I'm a creativity and self-expression coach. And some of my clients sometimes say, well, you know, you're so lucky. It's been, it's been easier for you because you've always been an artist, like from the beginning. Um, and you've always performed. And so you've had this confidence that I lack. And it's so interesting <laughs> when they say that because they have a point, but what they don't understand is that I was for the first, you know, majority of my life. Yes, I, I played these parts. I was an artist and I was a performer. I was a musician. I was doing all of these things, but I wasn't necessarily doing them with, with the intentions that I wish that I was. And what I mean by that is I'm very much naturally an affirmation seeker, very, very much. <laughs> um, and so I was using art and music to try and reach quote unquote, like success, a successful life. Um, and that success being like the term that is defined by my culture basically. So, you know, making it quote unquote, as a singer or a performer. Um, and I was way more concerned with that and with how I looked to people than, than actually, you know, using these things as tools to express my, my truest self and like what my heart yearned to say. And so even though I had these things and they were, they were my life and I identified very closely with them, um, they weren't fulfilling me for so much of my life because I wasn't using them in the right way. And I didn't even at that point in my life, I wasn't aware of that fact that like I was just using them in the wrong way. And I think that that's the thing when people realize that these tools that art and music and singing and songwriting and storytelling, when they realize that these are tools that humans for as long as we have been around, art has been around and we have had the need to express ourselves in, in our full truth. So once, once we realize that these are tools for that, they're not, they're not tools to, to look cool and to try to quote unquote, make it or be successful. And it's tough because that's what, that's what my culture has, has told me from the beginning. That's what media has told me, you know, like you should try to be on American Idol because then you'll be successful and you'll have money and you'll have fame. And it's, it's not about that at all. And it took me so long. It basically took me till the pandemic when I had the time to slow down and think about these really hard things that I came to terms with. Um, it took me then to realize this, that I was, that I was using it. I was misusing these tools the whole time. And so when I finally had this beautiful realization, like a very holy crap moment, you know, um, 
then I, it lit a total fire in me. And I started bringing that into my teaching and my coaching and my, even when I'm performing virtually, I can't help but talk about how, you know, creativity is for, for everyone. It's not just for the artists, quote unquote, again, that we put on pedestals. It's not something that's separate from, from everyone else. Like these tools are there for every single human. And there's, it's so vital to use them, to be able to use them to express yourself, to connect with yourself, to, to realize things about yourself that you didn't even know. And that's what happens when you begin to really use these tools for what they are meant to do, if that makes sense. Ooh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I think there's so much joy in living in this really or like embodying a really expansive understanding of what counts as art or creativity, because we think along these really narrow lines of like, well, but I'm not a painter or I can't really sing. And actually when we drop that and we give ourselves permission to be really present with these small acts of creativity in life, we build our confidence and it's like a snowball effect because yeah, we just like become more and more connected with that flow of creation and we create even bigger and more beautiful things exactly <sighs> oh true. exactly yeah but also so much easier said than done <laughs> right right totally well so here's the beautiful part is that this is uh, this is a big thing that I have realized and and again so I I do these programs and they're basically they I help people, I have, a, I have a gift and now I know this about myself and my gift is to help people unlock their voices through singing and songwriting. And it's such an amazing process and it's so magical to, to guide people through this process um, because it's way, first of all, it's way easier <laughs> than people think it is to write a song and to sing. Um, second of all, nobody's voice is bad. <laughs> we we like how many people you know are terrified of singing, you know, let alone just using their voice anyway, um, or being apologetic about using our voice. Like we have so much baggage and shame and embarrassment um, about using our voices so much, and that is a direct correlation to how you show up in the world and how. Um, how you feel about yourself and your deservability uh, to take up the space that you were meant to and the space that is here on earth for you to take up because we all have space that we are meant to take up. That, that is our, our right um, as, as human beings and as just beings in the universe, like that's how nature works. And we all have stories to tell and we all have things and gifts to, to let shine on this earth. And so the magic about being able to sing and being able to write a song and then you know perform it, whether it's for yourself or sharing it with the world, is that if you can do that, if you can unlock your voice and you can sing, you can do anything like you can you can use your voice you can have conversations because that's so much um more you know it seems so much more doable than than singing because once you reach that that cherry on top first it's like everything else 
comes naturally. Like you said, it's, it's a snowball effect and it begins to mirror in all of the facets of your life, this confidence that is such a deep, deep knowing that you deserve to take up this space and that you and your voice matter and they're so valuable. Um, and so the program that I have coming up actually, May 11th through 15th, it's called Uke Camp. And it's this really cool five day free experience that all you need is a ukulele and an open mind. You can, you can come in with zero musical experience. Like I'm talking, you never picked up an instrument before, you've never sung in your life maybe, or not since you were a child. And uh, you come in and for five days, I give five live lessons um, and I take you through, I give you a little uh, creative coaching. So we go through a lot of the, the main creative fears that we as humans have that kind of block us from, from raising our voices, from expressing our true selves. And then I teach you, I actually teach you a, um, a chord progression on the ukulele um, and you get a different chord progression each day. And then I give you a songwriting prompt. Uh, so something to write a song about that day. They're very specific so that they're, they're super easy for people. And they're, 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 they're kind of, uh, uh, they're always kind of quirky. Like there's nothing ever about like, write a love song. I always pick uh, interesting things like write a song about something you find in your house or write, um, a song about a celestial being, whether that's like a planet or a comet or something like that. So it's always uh, very creative. And then what happens is you take those chords and you take that songwriting uh, prompt and you take a timer, you set a timer for an hour, and then it's your job to write a song. And everybody is always surprised. Like it really does. If you write, if you set a timer for an hour, you can write a song in an hour. It's wild. And then they have the choice to record that um, that song that they wrote. They upload that on our private Facebook group of you campers. And then you watch as all of these songs come in all of the campers of the day who wrote their their little songs, their silly little songs that are completely imperfect um, and completely perfect in their imperfectness. And we all comment on each other's and just give each other massive love and support for showing up in this super courageous, vulnerable way and trying something new and making a creation that wasn't there before and raising their voice. And that's that's what this experience is about. It's just five days of you know, showing up, practicing, taking up space, even if it's not perfect, and getting back into that creative process that came so naturally to us as children, but that a lot of us have, have fallen off of, or this fear has gotten in the way and begun blocking us from expressing ourselves in this way and being playful. Um, and so it's also, it's like for people of every musical level too. So we have you know, super seasoned songwriters come in too that just are suffering from writer's block. And they come in and they write five songs in a week and they're like, holy moly, I can't believe that I that I broke through. So it's this beautiful community of people from all over the globe, from all walks of life, all ages, all musical levels, um, just coming together for five days in the name of creativity and 
and and song. <laughs> it's 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 really amazing, Yaro. Um, and yeah, I I'm I'm so excited to do it again, May 11th through 15th. So if if anybody on here is listening, um, you are absolutely welcome to join, and I'll I'll tell you where to go. I guess uh, when we're when we're done here to enroll. But yeah, it's absolutely free. It's an amazing experience. I bet it is. I think there's so much beauty in committing to a daily practice, even if it's like a short period of time and being with other Absolutely. people and doing something that's kind of really scary. It would be scary yes. for me, for sure. And Absolutely. As well. That is so cool. Um, yeah, really cool. I mean, you're, you're sharing so much around music and voice finding and I wonder what you would say to someone who's listening now and they're like, yeah, that all sounds great, but like, I really, really cannot sing, right? Mm -hmm. Which is mm -hmm. secretly kind of me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, good. Okay, I'm so glad that you bring this up. I'm so glad that you bring this up. Um, because like I said earlier, I, I know, oh, believe me, like I, I know how difficult and how easier said than done this can be for a lot of people. A lot of people singing is absolutely terrifying. I would say the majority of people in the world singing is absolutely terrifying. Um, and that that's not an uncommon thing. Like, first of all, that is completely normal because it's really, it, the thing about singing, the thing about your voice is you only get one right? So it's this instrument, you can't trade it in for a new voice. You only have one, you have the one that you have. But it's a lot like, um, you know, we've had this beautiful self-love kind of movement going on in the last, you know, however long, few years or decade or, um, you know, however long it's been around. Um, I think that it's growing this idea of, you know, really, working to and taking baby steps because it's not going to happen at all at once but taking baby steps to accept and embrace yourself and your body for exactly what it is um and even if it doesn't look like a like a body that we have traditionally seen in the media um for instance acknowledging all of the amazing things about our bodies that that let us live how we live and do what we do and and be humans and walk around on the on this amazing earth right there there are carriers and so i like to to put it into this perspective of the voice is a part of that like if you're looking at self-acceptance holistically the voice is is very much a part of your body. And I, I really like, you know, inviting people to think of your voice as a, as a separate entity from you. So for me, my voice is very much like I have this image of a, of a little bird. And for a long time, that bird has been in a cage because I have kept it filtered, you know, because I was, I was raised to, to think that if I let her um, kind of fly free and play and do what she wants and sing how she wants, then it would be too much. I would be too much or um, it, it wouldn't be okay. It wasn't safe to, to let her fly free. Um, but once you 
can see your voice as, you know, the separate entity from you and you begin observing it in a different, in a different way and, and really kind of trying to figure out what it wants to do and what it wants from you. And then, and then you begin observing yourself from an outside point of view of your voice and saying, okay, well, how am I treating my voice here? You know, am I being a good, a good owner to it? You could call yourself the owner. You could call yourself a partner to it. You could call yourself a caretaker of it, right? Because if it's this this thing that really you do have the power over because you can choose to use it and let it fly or or you can choose to continue to have it in a cage some of the time. Um, and so that playing with that visual can help a lot of people. But I would say really, you know, it's it's all about baby steps. You're not going to go out and maybe sing a huge karaoke number tomorrow <laughs> in front of a bunch of strangers. And that's completely fine. <laughs> but a really, really beautiful baby step is, and, and I guess this, okay, this is a big baby step, but I can guarantee that if people join Uke Camp, this program that I have that's completely free, like you have absolutely nothing to lose, the beautiful thing about it is whatever your comfort level is, you can, you can go, you can roll with that. So if you just wanted to attend the live lessons, which is just me going live on the Facebook, on the private Facebook group, um, and everyone's just watching and playing along, playing the ukulele, even if you just did that and, and you didn't want to go further, um, then, then you don't have to. You can just play along with me on the live. Or if you wanted to go further and just see, okay, I'm going to try to to write a song. Let's just see what happens, right? You could write a song and not share it. Or if you get to the point where you write that song and you see the people who, and, and this community of people is just beyond beautiful and supportive and so wonderful. Like it really restores your faith in humanity, the youth camp community of people. Um, you can, you know, maybe see them posting. And then if you decide that you want to post, then you do that. So you take it step by step and give yourself permission to, to do that, to say, you know what, if I do one of these things, if I just sign up for youth camp and watch a lesson, I'm going to be further along in freeing my voice and freeing that little bird than I was before, before this. Um, so this is, that's, that's what I would suggest. How does that make you feel? <laughs> that makes me feel so good. <laughs> yes. I really feel like the idea of thinking of my voice as a separate entity is really doing something for me because mm. I would never let that other spirit down, you know, and I mm. feel like that's a gift to have a voice even. And yes to make some space to use it and but you're right it's baby steps like I I never understood that people do karaoke as like a leisure activity this is <laughs> me. I'm like full body sweats when people do that for their birthday I'm so sad because I don't want to let them down and it's their birthday whatever you know but I always yeah. you know try to weasel myself out of it somehow and I, right. I don't drink so 
it's extra awkward and I'm just like how do you do it sober I don't understand but anyway (laughs) I totally get that I totally get that well and let me add because I this is this is a lot of what I talk about too so I I do yoke camp which is which is my free offering and it's so just transfer like I literally watch the transformation of of hundreds of people who sign up and and do this just for the heck of it because because they say like you know I don't think that I can write a song um but you know what what the heck I'm gonna sign up and I'm gonna see what happens and I swear like the majority of people come in they write a song and I witness this transformation of like their eyes when they come back on and they're sharing this song and they can't believe that that came out of them. And it's this holy shit moment that I get to witness over and over and over of humans surprising themselves and realizing like, I, there's magic in me that I didn't even know was there. And I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. Like, this is why I do what I do because people don't realize what they're capable of so much and, and the power and the magic that lies within every single one of us that is dying to come out, you know, and that the world surely sorely needs um, all of our gifts and and all of our magic. And so this is really just like a, like a, like a way to really light that up and ignite something in you that needs to be ignited. Um, But I also wanted to say that I have this other, uh, my, my premium, coaching course is called Raise Your Voice. Um, And it's an eight week long course. uh, And it's all about, it's kind of more of a deep dive into healing the relationship that you have with your voice. And in we do that by number one, deconditioning, like letting go of all of the baggage that we hold uh, around our voices in this culture that our, our culture has kind of heaped on us and our families and our and the media and everyone kind of unknowingly we we have all of this heaped on us um, and it's also about I introduce all of these very unconventional <laughs> uh, vocal exercises and also kind of uh, visualizations and just perspectives like the you know think of your voice as a separate entity trying to break down all of the barriers and all of the structures that we have in our minds surrounding our voices and the amount of space that we are allowed to take up here on earth um, the amount of noise that we are allowed to make and kind of trying to break those down and introducing the idea that that's that's not necessarily the truth you know um, that you are absolutely allowed to to sing and to feel like to to have it feel really good like imagine if you could sing a song out loud right now just by yourself and instead of thinking about instead of like this incessant ego voice in your head being like oh you suck like this you need to stop you need to be quiet maybe you'll bother somebody outside somebody's going to hear you in the other room um, in, if that voice was was completely quiet and instead you really were taking so much joy and pleasure just in the act, like the physical act, how it felt to vocalize and to be using your voice in this whole new capacity and having that feeling 
feel free, like having your soul feel free by using your voice and letting it out um, with this tool that is literally there with you always. Your voice is this instrument that goes with you everywhere from the day you're born till the day you die. Um, so it's just, it's just a magical new way of thinking about this ancient tool that I think we have all forgotten is so powerful for us to use. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That was so much of what I needed to hear. Yay. I'm so uh, glad. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do more singing. It's all right. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Just for myself for now, because baby steps. Um, but yes. anyway, I have one more question for you. I mean, I could definitely talk to you forever, but mm -hmm. I want to respect your time and everyone else's time. So sure. I just witness in what you're sharing and, you know, where you've been and where you're going, so much willingness to do the work and overcome those barriers and really think mm -hmm. about how you can be of service. And I wonder how you work with imposter syndrome if it ever comes up. And it sounds like, you've done a lot of work around your voice, but maybe this come up in other creative ways. And, you know, how is that feeling? Is singing helping you with that maybe? Mm, I love, love this question. And to be honest, I, I go through imposter syndrome and self-doubt. I, I actually lately um, have been dealing with it a lot, <laughs> honestly. And you know, when I really think on it, this is what this is what I tell my students. So I would say, first of all, the number one thing that that helps me with creative block and imposter syndrome is when I am helping other people through it, because it gives me such perspective because I love other people so much. I love, I love like taking people through the creative process and helping them get unblocked and showing them, see, it's it's a lot of this is in your head and your mind and your ego. A lot of this is fear driven. And if, if you can figure out the ways to move through those roadblocks, then the other side, you will have freedom and inspiration like you've never known. And then watching them go through that process and see every time that it's true, that it works, um, reminds me and reminds me to have self-compassion and to tell myself those same exact things because it's always so much easier for us to love other people I feel like um, and to support other people to nurture other people to um, to assure other people of their power and of their capabilities and so if we can do that and then take that same energy and bring it back to ourselves so powerful such a powerful exercise so I would say that um, and then number two I was saying like I've been going through a lot of, you know, just, just little moments, little moments of self-doubt where my ego comes out and it's like, what, what right do you have, Caroline, you know, <laughs> to do, to do any of this or to say this to people or to teach people, blah, 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 blah. And it just goes on and on. Um, and I have to, I have to take a minute and remember, this is what I like to remind myself that when my ego, when my inner critic is going nuts and is telling me, all of these things and is trying to convince me that my potential and my capabilities are limited, that is the very moment where 
I have to, I, I can either believe it or I can choose to see that it's, it's only doing that. Like my inner critic is blaring like a, uh, uh, uh. when it does that, it's because I'm on the precipice of growth and of transformation and it wants to keep me safe and it's not a bad thing like our 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 minds are there to protect us ultimately so it's okay you know um but in realizing that realizing that that uh, 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 is actually the sign not to run away and hide but the sign to keep going because on the other side of that is unimaginable like is 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 something waiting for me that is growth unimaginable and and life and and dreams unimaginable to me right now um that if i can just you know keep showing up keep trusting my curiosity and my creativity and my intuition and my inner voice and my heart and just keep going that i will get to the other side um, and that's that's a huge, huge thing that we talk about a lot in youth camp is just kind of re how can re we rewire ourselves to remember that fact <laughs> that when the alarm starts blaring and the fear comes uh, during the creative process or during life in general, how can we remember that, ah, okay, something is coming for me, that is amazing, I will keep on going. And I think that in order to do that, it takes, you know, community, it takes accountability, it takes self-compassion and patience um, and inspiration. And these are all the best things in life. And so I think that we should constantly put ourselves in inspiration's way <laughs> and, um, and seek out, you know, good people who are curious, curiosity driven and creativity driven. And so another reason to come join you camp with me. <laughs> because yeah. it will definitely put you in inspiration's way yeah i totally agree i think being in the right environment when you want to experiment and express yourself in new ways that's so important and that's such a beautiful yeah. note to end on as well i love what you said and i'm really Absolutely. excited to share it yeah so um tell us how people can connect with you you mentioned your offerings is there anything else they should know where do you like to hang out sure i would love to share um so, oh, and, and I realize I, maybe this episode might not come out before this coming Ute Camp. So I just want to put it out there um, that I offer Ute Camp um, seasonally, generally. So I'm planning on doing it um, at least three times a year, if not four. So the way that people can kind of keep in the loop of what's happening and of the, the Raise Your Voice course that I offer as well, you can go to my website, which is carolinescruggs.com. And that's C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E-S-C-R-U-G-G-S.com. And that kind of has all of my information about, about everything on it, including, you know, I am also a solo artist. And so you can access my, my latest single release, which is called Altitude Sickness, which Yaro, I uh, gave to you to listen to. And I know you appreciated that. Yeah. Um, you can... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can also um, access my Instagram on there, which I try to show up on, on Instagram with, with good, 
yummy inspirational stuff pretty often for people. Um, and then if you want to go straight to the Uke camp, you're like ready to sign up and see what it's all about. You can go to theukecamp.com, which is T-H-E-U-K-E-C-A-M-P.com. And you can enroll at any time and it's absolutely free. Beautiful. Thank you so, so much, Caroline. It was really good to talk to you. Oh my gosh, I enjoyed it so much. Great Thank you. conversation. So good. Totally, totally. <laughs>